That's right. Oh no, no, you were good. We were also talking about in um, Genesis 19 where Lot didn't do what he supposed to have done, and 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 that his desires and his appetites took him to a place that he knew that his beliefs and his upbringing shouldn't have never taken him, and um, and that his own wife ended up wanting to stay there because of the the fame, the money the status that she had, that she looked back when they said, get on out of there. That his daughters had gotten to the point they felt desperate because they were engaged to men that never married them. And, and, and these men had decided they wanted to attack the angels. So, but, and when it says all men, because I forgot to put that in there, when they said all the men of the city came after these two angels, that must mean other than the lot that was in his house with his wives and daughters, had to mean also that her their two fiancés was out there too. So now they're finding out the relationship that I had with you is not what I thought it was. You never saw me in the first place. You never desired me in the first place. Maybe somebody has gone through that. Maybe because, and then like we said, a lot of times, uh, a lot of Christian people, they, they get so stuck on what someone has chosen to do sexually, their, their, their uh, sexual appetite or who they're with. But the Lord still loves all of us. No, he's not going to change who he is. No, and now he's not going to change his standard. No, but does he love all of us? Yes. He even proves that even with um, the Moabites and the Ammonites, they started based upon an insexual relationship. Even though the father never did have a relationship with them, he didn't even try to do that then. The girls plotted it, got him drunk. He's already upset about some things. He was passed out cold drunk because he had no idea that this place, the word said it. And we have seen people that drunk. And uh, so the one daughter decided she's going to take her father that night and get pregnant by him. The next night they did the same thing to the daddy. And it was easy for him to drink this because he apparently was already doing this. He was upset. He was depressed. I don't know what I'm going to do. I lost my wife. I lost my livelihood. I can't go cash my check. I can't put my ATM card in. You know, all this stuff. I put that in as for us. I said that before. But then there's some of us who has actually had that happen. When I was with Children's and Families in Greenville, uh, I had a case where this prominent man in, in South Carolina, and he has business internationally, was in love with his own daughter. Now, you would think this daughter was a grown woman. Nope. He started having intercourse with this child when she was four years old. By the time I got the case, she was eight. He was so, and you know that was the enemy. She was exactly like him, but she was a female version. She was the spitting image of her father. And he was a very handsome man. But she was beautiful. And he could not see anything wrong with he being in love with his own child. His parent, I'm talking about old money status. His parents, they knew that they couldn't immediately get this child. He had told lies on the woman, his wife, his, the child's mother, saying that she abandoned her, beaten her, and all these things. That's why we got the case. But it proved the child told on her daddy, who's been doing things he had no business. And so the mom, he sent her out of the country where she couldn't even get her own child. But the parents, his parents, found a way to get her back here and bring her back to the courts, and it came out. Now, this child ended up finding out she had a sister, and her sister was had a child by their father. 
And no one knew this because he was always around everyone. He was a high-ranking minister in the church and all of these things. But the Lord even allowed something great to come out of that. These girls, powerful, anointed, loving the Lord. Even a child from her own grandfather, you know, is her father. But her grandfather, really. Powerful man of God in church. Now, because I found out about that when I got up to South Carolina, someone let me know they are. But even if that is a relationship that you had, that you didn't even know, and you don't want anybody to know this, that your experience, your first encounter that should be beautiful, should be loving, because the first ministry the Lord had established was marriage. He said that really, and this is a hard thing for people to understand, because I know I, I know it's going to hurt a lot of people to even think about it, but it's true because we all, I sinned. I had a child when I was 20 years old, and that was something else too, Apostle. I was told that the same person said I had a child at 16. Those that had gone to school with me know that I didn't have a child when I was 16. So anyway, <laughs> they know this. There are people online right now that can attest I didn't have a child at 16, and I didn't get rid of one, and I'm not um, I'm putting down anyone in hand because the enemy will put pressure on people to make them think that this is the best decision you can make right now. But if you have been in a situation where, okay, the person who introduced you to a sexual intercourse might have been someone of your same sex, or, or it might have been of the opposite sex, but now you're afraid to have it all. Maybe it was your own mother or your father. And maybe you have had a child by your father, and you don't want anybody to know this because they don't think less of you. No, you hold your head up. You are a gift of God, and your child is too. I don't know why I went there, but whoever who needed that needed that. So what we were saying about the Ammonites and the, the, the Moabites, even though their origin came from a dark place, they are the, in the direct lineage of Christ. He can use the ugliest of the ugliest. And make us brand new. Ruth was a Moabitess. But she had the faith of the Jewish people. We are Jewish. A lot of people say, well, how do you say that? Because Jewish, Jewish people are not a race of people. They are not. They are a culture of people. Because they were created from a Gentile. All of us came from a Gentile. Abraham was not Jewish. The Lord decided, for whatever reason, that we have to pray for the Jewish people. He said, always pray for them. Pray for Jerusalem. He didn't even say to all of the Jewish culture. If you think about it, think about it. There's a lot of cities and towns in Jerusalem. He didn't say Bethlehem. He didn't say Nazareth. He said, pray for Jerusalem. So there's a reason. Yes. <laughs> so they came from us. So when you start trying to separate us from everything that God has established, that's where the enemy gets in. When we talk about sanitizing relationships, we have to get to the point we stop looking at people differently. You don't know why they're doing something. We look at what people are doing, but the Lord knows the why behind the what. And like we said, his standards don't change. What he desires doesn't change. And he doesn't stop loving us. So if we're going through something that we know is contradictory, 100% contradictory to what the Word says, contradictory to what the Lord says, we let the Lord handle that what behind their whys. And let, them get, let him get to that. And we as body of Christ should sanitize our relationships with them to the point where we stop trying to uh, uh, throw people away. You don't do that. 
Because we're supposed to be able to see people like it could be us. We've done some things that we might not want people to know. I don't like telling everybody the truth of the matter. Yes, I had a child. Yeah, I did. And I was already Christian when I was five. Every sin I ever committed was after I was saved. So does that make me feel good? No. Does it make me feel good to, to tell people that I've, I've been married more than once? Not because I'm one of those that's a chronic, a chronic wife that just got to get married. No. <laughs> Situations take place. That yes, and the Lord says that yeah, divorce is because we have a hardening of the heart. But uh, the man of God just let you all know. Apostle Glenn just said that there are certain things I just won't let tolerate. If I won't let anyone just talk ugly stuff and accuse me of stuff without talking to them about it, doesn't mean I'm being nasty. I'm going to communicate with you that this is not right. We need to talk about this. I'm also not going to be sitting around and letting any abuse take place. I can't do that. I'm sorry. So the Lord is still working on me on that. He didn't tell me that uh, I couldn't get out if it's abusive. I know, y'all know, y'all know. I know y'all going to say this, but uh, I'm not going to, I don't know. The Lord didn't say stay in there and let somebody do all sorts of things and it could mean your life or your children. Uh, uh. But man of God, could you share with us what ways can we sanitize our relationships? In what ways? <laughs>
to have the opportunity to have the mindset to let people to go ahead and walk away freely from yes. the junk. Yes. A lot of a lot of times our relationships have not been sanitized. A lot of things have not been sanitized and uh, detoxified because we've held on to them. Yes. We know that they're not receiving. It's like in church. We know they're not receiving the word. You can you preach the word of God and you see people how they look at you while you're preaching. Yes. While you're delivering the word of God. Yes. Now, they're going to sit there and mean mug you the whole time because the benediction, been, they don't want to get up and be embarrassed because the benediction ain't been saved. They don't want to be accused of leaving church early because they don't. They know if I get up and walk out now, they're going to think I'm mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that happened to you too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you let them know from the door uh-huh. that they are free to know, right. you know, then, you know, that, that's, 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 a, that's a good way to, to really t- um, sanitize um, your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that's just, I said a whole lot of stuff, to just go ahead and release folks. Yes. Now, because, we don't want to release people a lot of times. We, we, we have a tendency. I tell you, I tell you one, one of the reasons why we don't, if I can. Well, a lot of times we don't want to release people because we sometimes forget the Lord said that he would avenge us. When he said to us that he'll fight our battles. Right, right. We a lot of times want people to stick around so that we can get a good comeback home. Right, right, mm-hmm. But 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 in order to do that, a lot of times, as you, as we said before, you've got to become a product of the atmosphere that they created for you. Right. Okay. Now and you're just as bad as they are, and Satan can't cast out Satan. Yes. Now, man of God, what about the situations like we talked about? What if they're in situations where they can't uh, immediately or can't avoid the person that they need to? Uh, uh, be away from, say it's their parent. Everywhere they go, you know, family gatherings and everything, and this person violated them. This person has said ugly things to them. This person continuously uh, on the, as we say, the low, low, still doing things to them. Or maybe it was um, an uncle or or, a cousin or whatever. And you know you're around them. And, uh, but you don't, like they say, don't want to stir up anything. What do you, what, how can you help someone to know that it's okay to even in that situation, even to tell that person, I may still be, I'm still a part of this family and I'm still going to be coming to these events, but you joke back on off because if you don't stop. And you don't want everybody to know. Just, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. You go ahead, help us out. Because <laughs> that was a, that was me talking. It comes to it comes to one time when you will have to expose. Yes. Now see, people, you can expose someone else when you have been delivered from the issue yourself. That's it. You can't. You see, and, and here's the thing: most people. And, and this is true, this is spiritual. Most people will keep nagging you mm-hmm. and, and, and doing things to you because they sense or feel that you will be more embarrassed to reveal what happened to you than to embarrass them. Oh, you better say it. So don't be afraid to tell the truth. Open your mouth and say, ah. You, 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 yes. You're delivered from 
that thing, you you have the you have the power now over the person that thought they had the power over you. Yes, absolutely. You know, oh you oh you thought you had me. You thought no, and, and and I say this all the time. Um, as as a man, and I say this to brothers. I say this to people. I don't I don't hide it either. You know, yeah. A lot of times, you yourself, women talk about how that certain people in their families have. You know, did things to him, molested him, Absolutely. And stuff like that. Absolutely. And I, I was, I was raped as a little boy. Yes, you were. Yes. I was raped as a little boy by one of my uncles. Yes. But I see two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 and, 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 and what you're saying right there, when I go back home. Yes. I look at them. They know what they've done. Yes. But let me show you. This, this is an image that God gave me. Come on. For me to sit back with a with with a bucket of coals beside me. Oh, you better say that. A bucket of coals. What's a bucket of coals for? The word of God says, when you do good, you reap coals of fire on their head. Who have done something to you, wrong to you? It's like heaping coals of fire on their head. That's it. That's it. So when I walk around and I'm saying, hey, bless you, how you doing? God bless you, whatever, like that. And people who know, family members who know, the people who act like they don't forgot. Come on. Why in the world, why in the world are they being so nice to them? They know what they did to them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But because I refuse to be in bondage to what y'all did or what they did to me, I'm going to be who God made me now. Yes. Now, see, man of God, on my behalf, you didn't get to hear this portion is because uh, oftentimes people would tell a part of the truth and not tell the whole truth. Uh, like I said, you already know that I have been molested by an uncle, yes. Uh, I've been uh, also molested by male and female cousins on both sides. So I don't want people to think that, oh, the family's just corrupt. No, the enemy is corrupt. Uh, uh he will try to keep you from your destiny. When he knows that you are called for a purpose, whatever he can do to keep you from getting, now that's what he's going to try to do. But he keeps forgetting that the Lord, he is the standard against the enemy. When you trust the Lord to be who he is, he'll keep your mind in check. So this this is this is brought up to me. Uh, religious people, I'm, tar- I'm sorry if you're religious and I say this and this offends you. I am so sorry. But God, Christ is not religious and God isn't either. So it bothers me for people to be so religious. He's relationship. You have to have a relationship with him. Know what he wants. Live what he wants. Love people like he says. And when we do that, we will have a whole lot more patience and forgiveness with people when they're doing things that we know is openly contradictory to the word. We will be able to see them like, this could be me. Okay, so in my case, like I said, I had an older cousin uh, uh, had done something to me. So you grown people know, but just in case there were some children in the room. Uh, but she did something to me, and I was already had, had been molested two years ahead of this time. I had been induced to uh, being, uh, 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 as far as they say, French kissing. I was That was forced upon me by a cousin who wanted to win a kissing contest with somebody else. See, people don't know these things about you. So a lot of people getting to hear some stories why I wasn't reacting certain ways in school and like why I wasn't even so concerned with grades for like one time, uh, two classes when in sixth grade I, I had a complete F 
for nine weeks. I had gone and I didn't do anything in those two classes, World History and English, which was my favorite, English literature, because I was still, even though that's a long time past when that happened, I'm processing it. When do I need to tell, I need to share this with somebody. I need to get this out. And that's what the enemy is trying to do. He's trying to contaminate our system because the enemy is not going to use a stranger to abuse you. He's going to use somebody that's got access to you. It could be somebody in the church. I've seen that happen many times. Men and women molesting children in the church. And people don't know it. They up there praying and fasting and all these things and not see this individual should not be around your child. And then when they do find out, they cover it up. That's religion. Now, if you're religious like that, you let your child be hurt because you don't want everybody to know this goes on in the church. And that's a good man. He treats me well, but he's messing with your child. You got religion. And you really need to sanitize your spirit. I'm sorry if that offends you, but that's the truth. Because the Lord has a relationship with us. That even when we go astray, we're supposed to go back and try to pull somebody back in. Get them back into safety. There are many of us that this individual that has said this about me, that, that to the point of even saying that I had sexual intercourse with my own mother. That doesn't happen, never did happen. Mother wasn't that type of person, wasn't a pedophile in no regard whatsoever. She loved people, and, uh, but never harmed any child. She didn't even know that had taken place in my life, Apostle. She didn't know that until I was 13 when another one of our friends, something had happened with her. I think he would try to touch her or something. And I knew that that had been true. So I told my mother, yeah, that, that had to have happened because this had happened to me. She didn't even remember that. Apostle, I was in, I was 30 something, 33 years old when my parents, when my dad first heard about it. I was ministering in a conference, and you should have seen their faces when they heard that come out of my mouth. But I thought my mother had already heard it, which she did, but it must have been trauma because she heard it again for the first time. But it had to take place because I was in a, we were in a setting where there were leaders actually taking children. The men were taking off the young boys and taking them off on, 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 uh, exhibitions but introducing these young men to sex that they shouldn't be doing you're not you're not supposed to be doing that to those children and the women were doing it to the, the young girls too but when they get back to church they know not to say it because they have been groomed from little children on people that knew these children so here I was I didn't know this and the Lord had me to bring a word there and show them where I had gone and let them know that sometimes the ones you're talking about, you don't know where they have gone. If this child has been introduced to something as a child and they're acting it out now, pray for them. They didn't bring this upon themselves. And you're supposed to love them enough as if that's you. It could be you. It could be your son, your daughter. It could be uh, your husband who has decided that no longer is he going to be your husband anymore. Now he wants to be your sister. You love them and pray them through. And it has happened. I, I'm, I'm speaking from an actual case. I, I do know this to be true. So you just pray them through. Because there's something that hurt them so much. To make them deny who they are. Who God created them to be. He's been married to this woman for years. And decided, no, I've never been your husband. And you have children. And now he's dressing up in her clothes. Because he's a woman, he said. 
When God sees him, he's going to see who he created. So you don't have to bash people. People know when they're hurting. And we need to stop doing that, religious people. It has to stop doing that. We are supposed to love, yes, tell the truth, never back down on the truth. You don't slam people, make them ugly. But when they are ministers of the gospel, and somebody said this to me, because we talk about sanitizing, I had to sanitize myself from this, so, this and I'm going to say it, so-called man of God. Because if he's going to sit there and do all of this stuff, and when you call them out on it, it's, it's, where is that in the Bible? And you've been preaching the Bible for years? You so-called man of God. Who called you? So I had to sanitize that relationship immediately. <laughs> Can't deal with them. So man of God, I'm going to let everybody off in a little, just a few moments. But I, I, I would like for you to pray for those that are hearing us that are going through these same situations. Right. And people don't know why they're doing what they're doing and how they have been through things. And, you know, they saw a part of this person, but they didn't know their story. Right. And now they're seeing, oh, they've been through this. I've been through this, too. Help them to know that it's okay to tell this. Tell them how to tell it, you know, because we can't just always just shh. Tell them how to tell it. Uh, and, 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 and just help them to get to where they can know who they really are in the Lord. Right. And, and, uh, uh, and doing that, I want to share this too, because this is what's been just running through my mind. <clears throat> As you was talking, or even before you um, took the, um, got the mic again. <laughs> I mean, we don't even have mics in front of us, do it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the question asked. How does God still love Yes. With 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 what I am, with what I've been doing, with who with who my what my life has come out to be. How yes. does God still love me? Yes. As I as I as I was talking earlier, and then you begin to um, still expound on that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, about how that we must learn how to continue to love people regardless. Yes. Absolutely. And that's because no matter who you are, no matter what you are. Come on now. Today. Yes. God never stops loving what he made. Never. He never does. Absolutely He will be sorely disappointed. On the day that you have to stand before him for judgment. Mm -hmm. And you are not presenting yourself as the vessel that he made you. Right. But he never stops loving what he made. That's right. So no matter what, who you are, and, and as you said earlier, circumstances causes people to shift and to become whatever it is that they end up becoming yes. as far as their mindset right. and the action that they take to make it through life. Right. We become we, we become whatever we need to become in order to survive. Absolutely. The attacks that we've been through, the things that we've gone through, the problem is, is that after we're out of danger, we, we, we lose the ability to turn back into. And can you imagine, as a matter of fact, and for those that know movies, 
and um, have seen, yeah, we all in our age bracket grew up knowing the Incredible Hulk. Yes, mm-hmm. And whenever he got mad, in order for him to survive getting his, getting, getting beat up. Yes. Or hurt, he turned into the Incredible Hulk. Yes, yes. But in the, in, in, in the, uh, current movies, the movies of today, uh, uh, in the, um, the Marvel movies now, he actually turned into the Hulk and couldn't turn back. Yes. It, it looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told everybody I'm so sorry because this hair is so dry with the Alabama humidity tonight. I threw on one of my mother's hats. <laughs> Mama, Mama always got you covered. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. God has a way that's mighty sweet. 
Yes. Got him in. And he has the way that, he, that you know, one thing I always say, when, you, when you're when you detoxifying your relationship, um, prophets that get the scripture, when the evil spirit leads a man, yes. mm. he goes looking for a place to rest his feet, finding no place to rest his feet. He says, yes. he comes back and he sees the house swept in darkness. Mm-hmm. Well, if we that after he moved out, nobody else moved in. Come on, that's in Matthew. Yeah. He gonna go back and get seven more worse than him. Come on and say it. And come back and say, let me go back to my house and they take up a boat. In other words, you have to place something positive. You have to place God in the place of I what you take away. Thing, I'm sorry. Uh-huh, that's true. These toxic people that you're needing to get rid of, you got to put positive people in those places. Absolutely. You got to put people in those places. Because here's the thing those folk that don't like you, those ones that are always talking about you, in order for you to help sanitize your life and to detoxify your life, you've got to counteract their negative talking with folk who really know who you are. Yes, and love you and like so you. Folk that love you. <laughs> And understand your anointing, understand your gifting, yes. so that while they talking, they smack. You, you don't have to toot your horn. God got a lot. God got some folk that will stand up and call that booger a lie yes. to Yes, yes, absolutely. And will let them know that, and let everybody else know that that they're lying concerning you. Yes. And, and I might have lost your question, but I, I just that felt it in my spirit because there's someone that's going to leave this blind tonight. Deal with the question, hopefully not now, right. but with that question, and how in the world could God still love me? Yes, and He never stopped. God's love for God's <laughs> love for you has nothing to do. It's not predicated on what people think about you, or what we do, or don't or do. What we do, right? And the thing is, is that the folk, um, uh, my good, wonderful, awesome sister, Apostle um, uh, Lisa Pitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says she she said something at the church one day, and I continue to resound that when I'm trying to let folk know how awesome God is and what, how awesome they are mm-hmm. as well, and why people mess with them so much. Mm-hmm. And one of the statements that she said, prophetess, is that the thief, people are jealous of what you got. They want to destroy your character, yes. or, or rather your reputation. Yes. <laughs> So you're in charge of your character. Yeah. They can do what they can to try to destroy your reputation. Right. But she says that a thief will never break into an empty house. That's it right there. When he knows the house is empty, what's what I know you lose me going in there? Absolutely. In other words, what that what that simply means is that the reason why they lie about you, why they say stuff about you, simply because they're jealous of what you have or what God has made you to be and they try they want to be you. Yeah. They want to destroy whatever they can concerning you, but they couldn't do that if they didn't realize who you are. Do you realize that the enemy knows so much more of your value sometimes than you do yourself? That's the truth. That's absolutely true. I know that to be true because I I had lived that growing up. Like I said, after all that stuff, I had no clue. You feel like you have a sign on your head, molest me or date rape me. All of this stuff, you think, yeah. uh, really. Uh, but the Lord has a way of keep telling you that he loves you. Because, man, you said that. You said, 
in the potter's house, the, the pot was marred while in the potter's hand. Yes. He's, he never left us. He said he won't leave us or forsake <laughs> us. And there's some stuff we may do or somebody else do. We're still in his hand, even though we may be marred and broken, bruised, done some things we don't even want to talk about ourselves. But you got to remember that the, the, the rest of it is we are still in his hands. He got this. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. You go ahead and finish that. But I just wanted to put that in there so that somebody would know that, that nobody, to let them know that regardless of what you've done or what someone has done to you or maybe caused you to do, and you know that was wrong and you didn't want to, but you had already been intimidated, like I had told you or shared with you about myself. You had already been intimidated by someone older who did things that they should have never done to you. And by someone who should have never even thought about doing it to you. Right. But the Lord took care of you. And he's still loving you. And yes, you may blow it, mess up again. Go back to him. Remember that you're still in his hand. He's not going to leave you. you got to walk from him because he's never going to leave you. Yeah. And he wants a relationship with you. When you have a relationship with someone, you're able to talk to them. He was in their mind, they he was in your mind. And you come together and, and 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 with the Lord, he'll even allow you to tell him that you don't like some stuff that he's done. I don't know why you did it, Lord. I really don't understand. I really don't like it that I have to go and talk to this person. I really don't want to do it. I really don't want to forgive him, Lord. I don't know why you want me to forgive him. You can say that, and he's okay with that. He still loves you. And, 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 and those people who hurt you, who want to pretend like it didn't happen, and then all of a sudden you might have decided that you're going to fix this situation for yourself and you've gotten yourself in something that you don't even know how to get out of, he got you. Right. Just talk to him. He's got it. Man of God, I'm going to have you to pray for us and, uh, and whatever else you have to say, but say whatever you have to say because I'm shutting up. I'm letting you have the floor until you close us out. I'm just going to absorb it all. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. You know, I just, I, I, I think we, we just really want to know, um, moment of solidarity. We just really want people to know that they're not stuck where they are. Right. Absolutely. You, 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 you have the authority and the ability and the permission of God to just get rid of some folks. Yeah. Get rid of the situation. Mm -hmm. Get rid of some things. You know? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, Jesus, you know, a lot of stuff. And probably, you know, the thing is, uh, one thing I love about this is that how, again, transparent God allows us to be. Yes, he tells all my um, business. Because a lot of times people like to talk <laughs> around the bush, make, make it like everybody else been going through all this stuff. Yes. Ain't going to know I've been through some stuff. Oh, you better know it. A lot of stuff, man. Oh. You've been through a lot of stuff. Oh my so God. We're talking. We're talking about personal experiences. Yes. Amen. And if God can bring us through, you got to know people of God that He can bring you through. As yes. Well. Um, and, and so that's what we want you to understand. Um, you, you, there, there is hope. And and please hear if if if. if I don't want to say if you don't hear nothing else that we that's been said tonight, but I really need you to make sure that you understand and hear what the prophet has said just a second ago. God will listen to you. He yes. will talk to you. He will let you talk to him. Yes. He will let you express your heart to him. Yes, he does. 
just listen to him when he tells you, okay, baby, that's not really how you need to feel. That's right. Understand how you feel. Uh -huh. That's not really what you need to feel right now because in order for you to get this thing right, in order for me to help you with this, I need you to focus on it this way. Yes, absolutely. I've been there so many times. Oh, you better so ask You need to look at it this way because as long as you're looking at it that way, you're going to stay stuck in that rut. That's right. You're going to you're gonna continually give. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you power back, but as long as you let them make you feel like you're feeling right now, you will constantly, or rather, you will continually let them have the power over you. Yeah. So I'm going to, but God wants me to, he, he wants you to talk to him. Just like you're talking to, well, he should be your best friend. Yeah. Talk to him like he's your best friend. And he will listen, and I guarantee you, he will give you the answers that you need in order to relieve yourself, release yourself from some folk that's just not where they need to be in your life. Yeah. Some of them not even supposed to be in your life right now. That's right. That's right. Some of them, some of them need to be released and moved on. Amen. You know, y'all we used to say it all the time, see, I hate to be you. Ah, you better ask somebody. <laughs> you have to move them on, give them a benediction, and just go on and let that's God right. do what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. And so that way, he can heal your heart. Because I promise you this. I promise you this. The very people that you, the very people that have abused you, the very people that have done what they've done to you. Yes. When they see the kind of love that you bring forth, even though you, 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 heaping, you got that bucket of coals and you heap the coals of fire on the head. Yes. They're the very people that God will end up having to come to you to find out who he really is. Yes. And before you know it, you're ministering to the very God needs to, he needs you to hear what he has to say because yes. he needs for you to reach those people. Yes. To do that. So right. Hear, hear him and, and just let him minister to your heart so that you can minister to these folk. When, when it's time, they have done so much to you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pray because Papa just
that they will understand, Lord God, that there is nothing that has come upon them. Yes. There is nothing, Lord God, that has happened in their life That's that right. you can't use Absolutely. to cause them to be the greatest vessel, Father, in Jesus' name, that yes. they could ever be by yes. allowing you to use them, Lord God, yes. through what they've been through. Yeah. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, for just knowing that you are so wise, Father, in everything that you do. Father yeah. God, you, you, you don't get none of us mixed up with the others. Right. You know, we can be bunched up together. Yeah. We don't have to be six feet apart That's for right. you to be able to, 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 to zero in oh, on we who give we you are. Praise. Yeah. But you know, ah, you know each and every one of us, Lord yeah. God. You, are, you, you know us because we have your DNA. Yeah. And you're connected to us. We're connected to you. Absolutely. And so for my sister and for my brother that's out there tonight, Father, that feels like, Lord God, all hope is lost and there's mm. no way out there. There's no chance of life oh, becoming we better praise, than it is. We pray, Father, Jesus' name, that you allow the words that we're speaking yes. or have spoken tonight to begin to saturate their hearts and their yes, minds. Father, in Jesus' name, they'll go on. We, we pray that in this, this video that you would put a blood block around yes. that, Lord God, Facebook will not be able to to censor it, to shut Thank it down, you, to whatever Jesus. they would try to do so that those that hear us, Lord God, can just go back over and over and listen to the fact that you have not allowed, uh, you have not left yes. them. You are still wet, ready. Yes. You are still able, Father, in Jesus' name. They can still detoxify. They can still sanitize. They can still, Lord God, put this thing Thank back you, into godly perspective and Thank live you, the life that you have commissioned them to live from Amen. birth. In Jesus' name, we thank you right now. We love you tonight, thank Lord. You, and we pray, God, that you would just continue to bless the prophetess, continue to bless her household, Father, Lord God, everything that pertains to her. In Jesus' name, Lord God, Father, Lord God, as we continue, Lord God, to press further and further into you, Father, so that we can continue to be the vessels that you need us to be for the people, God, that you assign to our hearing and thank to our you, speaking. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I thank you all for joining me. And I'm going to tell you this every time we come together. It might get old to you, but it'll never be old for me because it's true. And this is one thing I'm going to tell you is that I love you with all of my heart. And this other thing is more important that God loved you first and he loved you best. God bless you all. Good night. Good night. <laughs>